0: Tell mama. Tell, tell mama.
1: Tell all. Tell mama 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 all. Tell. You got some boogers you got some in your wing wang. Win. in wing 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 boogers in wing In the wing wang. In the wing wang. In the wing wang. Bravo! 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 Bravo. 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 Hot alert! Hot alert! Hot
2: alert! Hot alert! Two big learn. boys from Nashville. big old boys From Nashville. Okay, 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 okay. I said
1: it, I said it, I said it, I said it. Sure, sure, sure. Hey, right. oh. Cliff. Oh, you scared? I, I'm clutching my heart like I'm Fred Sanford. I'm coming. I'm coming, Tyler Topher. I'm coming. Well, not Sebastian, you're in hell. You should be used to that by now. I should be used to the screaming that starts every episode of Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. I'm not yet used to it. But I want to maybe... make sure people
2: know. That's that's how I get started. It gets people, they wake up when they hear that.
1: <laughs> and a lot of people do start the show sleeping, so it is important that we make a lot of noise to wake them up. Hey, oh, where's it's my 4 dinger? a.m. That's on right. Sunday morning. If I was sitting
2: there having a cup of coffee, I'd want somebody to go, hey!
1: <laughs> do you think that's what people are having? Sunday mornings, 4 a.m.? Coffee. I if, if they're listening to our
2: show at 4 a.m., so. they must be up early for work, and so they're getting coffee to try to make it through
1: the day. They, yeah. Well, or they're long haul truckers. You know, there's a lot of different. Yeah, and in that case, they're drinking a cup of coffee going down the road. It's although most people just frankly don't listen. But this episode is not about not listening to things. It's not about yelling at people to wake them up. It is about that. There is a place where we can go, a place where we go every day. And a lot of us spend a lot of time there. I spend big chunks of time there. Kendall just goes there for short times, thousands of times a day. But it's unhealthy to sit there too long. It's unhealthy to go every five minutes for two seconds. So, bing, bang, bong. All right, Kendall, this is a show about bathroom the old outhouse indoors the, the indoor, indoor outhouse, outhouse. the indoor outhouse Kendall I know two people that are as fat and crazy as shithouse rats and that's us that's us that's, us. that's our title that's don't si- forget it some people are sirs or ladies or lords or madams we are that for so some people believe that our show belongs in the bathroom, so well, it's a perfect thing to talk about. Some people about. have been trying to flush this shit for years, so I want you to start off. That we're starting off with some bathroom tips and hacks. Those things that are, you know, a lot of people are just puzzled about the bathroom. They go in, and they think, "Isn't there some hack?" To this. Isn't there a tip? Oh, there's hacks. That will help. Well, Kendall, I see you have a huge s- stack of hacks. You got a big hack sack I do. Over there. I got a hack sack. And you were playing hacky sack earlier, and I did not join you. But I would like for you to just start dispensing the tips. Just the tips.
2: Oh, Cliff, speaking of dispensing, I'm so glad you threw that at me the way you did. Because one thing you can do, if you've got old soap, because, you know, everybody has old, like, pieces of soap. They get too small, and you're like, eh, what do I do with this? This is too small to what use. What do I do with this? It's too, so, f- sm- too small to use. Am I a Barbie uh, doll? Exactly. So you put it in a bin, Cliff. You hold on to it, and as you collect these, you put them all together. You mix them up, and you add some uh, water and some glycerin, and then you can put that in a pump and dispense that as body wash. <laughs> you're saving money. Who has just a bottle of glycerin around? What
1: even is glycerin? You can glycerin? buy a little
2: thing of glycerin, and Where? then you're just,
1: you're saving so much money. Look right now online and see how much a glycerin bottle, is. now maybe they're everywhere. It's in like I, a dog. I'm just not in the glycerin aisle. That's possible, but I would oh, like- Cliff, It's Cliff, it's
2: in every corner market. I used to get it to make bubbles with. You can make a, your own bubble solution when you're a kid with some glycerin and soap. Your mother took you glycerin
1: shopping. I do Yes not. and
2: she hated every minute of it She's like really we have to go to the store to get glycerin We have
1: to go Oh my god it, I was like yeah I, Mr. Wizard said it Kendall it is $2,000 a barrel I am not buying $2,000 We're not buying a barrel We're not
2: buying a barrel Oh, <laughs> uh, Am I going to have to go and find you some glycerin
1: It's $1,000 a barrel It's kosher at the bulk
2: apothecary online Oh, uh, Yeah th- that's a. it's a huge barrel
1: Huge it's a barrel. drum. I don't want that. <laughs> this is the worst hack and tip you have ever given. It's killing people to buy a drum of thousand dollar glycerin Clip. to put their bits of soap. Walmart bit. has it for
2: three dollars and eighty eight cents for a five ounce bottle. Uh, I well, ask sure if you want Walmart bit, brand. So just calm yourself down. It's a great hack. Kendall,
1: I can't. I can't <laughs> oh god we're off to a good start
2: we're off to a good start we're off to a good
1: start now kendall this speaking of bathrooms there's a lot going on bathroom wise here in our store we're of course in our new tbd store it's been open for a few weeks except for the several days i've had to close down to get some important musical work done here in the store which also speaking of kendall not to get off track talking about the bathroom renovations but Kendall, you know, he is even featured. He's so proud. G- wipe that grin off your face. You're so <laughs> proud of being in our the new single from the peeing wieners. It's my new hard, gritty rock band. Featuring, you know, several friends from here at the strip mall and um, this new single, which you're going to shit yourselves, everybody. When you hear it, I don't want to spoil it too much, but features Mrs. Potter, Butter Butter Churn on Glockenspiel and and Kendall. He was sitting there. He had his... Oh, saxophone. Remember how Lucy Ricardo used to just hold the saxophone and try to play Glowworm over and over? That's that was. Kendall. I'm
2: just glad you finally came to your senses I, and allowed my to bring my musical talent into your song because it 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 you know honestly I'm not going to say it, it needed a little
1: little bit of sax. I needed a ride home and you said you would not drive me unless I let you. Play a featured part. You got to so,
2: stand up for your art, Cliff. You got to stand up for your art.
1: Mm, but it's, it, we kept it to a bare minimum, but you are there. And the new single from the Ping Wieners, it's called Golden Shower, comes out later this episode. And But Kendall, uh, what were we talking about? The renovations here at the store. Tell us about it. Yes. Em. And why? Well, Cliff. And why? Well, and why?
2: you know and why? that I'm OCD why? and I have a thing about like having a good bathroom. Everybody knows that at work, you got to find. A secret, like quiet bathroom that you can go to. That's like the cleanest, and people don't walk in on you. It just you need privacy. Oh yeah. When you when you when you're going number two. Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah. We didn't want to have a bathroom that you know all the public use. We need to have our own personal bathroom. It's our store. We can do what we want. We can have our personal bathroom. It's not a it's not a crime. It's not a crime. It ain't no crime. crime. No no no. So the bathroom that we have. We're going to keep that and we're you know, you know, might add a few little things to that to make it even a little nicer. But I want to new one,
1: one of those pumpkin spice sprayers, sprays every 5 minutes a new spritz of pumpkin spice. That's what I need. 5 minutes. It's going to be on a minute rotation. 1 minute. Let's just um, have a constant spray. Why don't they make a sprayer ooh. that just a Febreze, that just never stops spraying? And then I an would idea. buy a drum, not of glycerin, but a whole big drum of pumpkin spice spray and just put You wouldn't that- go
2: nose blind to that. Um, nah, anyway, be,
1: be, 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 be. so
2: we're building a new bathroom for the public. It won't be as nice as ours, but, you know. No.
1: Well, we got that toilet It'll off work. of Craigslist that they were trying to sell for $5. And It was so cheap. Why was, not? Well, I don't know. Charles, the contractor, he just ran to pick it up. They were giving it away in some parking lot on the other side of town. So he ran to pick that up. I hope he can lift it. All by himself. It is seems very heavy when I've seen people lift toilets. Do people work out with toilets like the bodybuilders? Do they lift big commodes? Hey, I'm sure if
2: if you don't have a lot of money and you are just trying to find a way to work out, you can lift pretty much anything. That's that's using your brain. Workout hack. Lift toilets.
1: You didn't even know you are getting workout hacks in this episode. No, and also, can you know, if you don't have any toilet cleaner, you might need to do this before you start lifting it. Uh. Pour oh, Don't a do that. Coca-Cola. That was the sound of, of what's happening. Coca-Cola. Pour Coca-Cola all around the inner rim of your uh, toilet I'm not
2: wasting my Coca-Cola, Cliff. That's a
1: crime against humanity. I'm drinking <laughs> my Coca-Cola. I'm against taste. Uh against flavor. Yeah. No, Kendall. It is you can do this. This is a hack. Hack. This is a hack. Sure don't could. use Pepsi.
2: But I'd rather drink my Coke and pour Listerine down the bowl cliff because no. that'll clean it
1: just as good. No, Kendall, do not. No, Coke is better than Listerine. <laughs> not.
2: Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot more sense to pour a Coca-Cola down your toilet than a bottle of Listerine. I'm just which reporting is the facts. It's made hacks. to clean your teeth, so it, it's a, it's also a cleaner.
1: It also well, listen, Coke, you know, dissolves your teeth until they are not there anymore, and that's what it does to the stains. On and your it also toilet. dissolves
2: your pipes. Don't wanna don't wanna do that Cliff
1: Oh, yeah, I've had a lot of people talk about their pipes just <laughs> being Coke. <laughs> if you spill Coke, it's like when the alien blood just eats through the layers of the spaceship in alien. No, Kendall. <gasps> Oh, no.
3: Candle <laughs> I'm looking for some receipts from your ill-fated foray into retail last autumn. That terrible store of yours. If you want to file correct taxes, I need very, very detailed receipts, boy.
1: Oh,
2: well, I, the FBI, they confiscated most of that.
1: Well, a lot of them bur- got burned, you know, supernaturally. Yeah, per- yeah. So. Oh,
3: I don't think the IRS is going to accept that. Oh, no. Well,
2: can I? I can talk to them and tell them what happened. I'm sure
1: that will. That'll do the trick. I don't think anybody's ever felt better after talking to you, Kendall. I don't oh, think dear, no one I hope way. you're doing the show about taxes like Mr. Snodbottom asked.
0: That might be a, a good thing for Kendall to do. It might help his case with the IRS.
1: Oh, it
3: will look very good if you've just recently done an episode devoted to saluting the wonderful Internal Revenue Service of oh, well. the wonderful United States of America, Kendall Bauer. Let's let freedom rings throughout the IRS. We're doing half of that.
2: We're doing half of that. We're doing a show. We're we're also saluting, but we're saluting bathroom hacks and um and the internal um you know removal system.
1: Well, you know because how Charles is he's putting in that new. Little bathroom in that little that one little closet that was too small to fit the brooms in, so we thought we'd change that into the public restroom.
0: Dude, oh I really think you're making a mistake. Where are we going to put the brooms?
1: Oh,
3: if there's no room for brooms, how can someone squat to relieve themselves? Well, we'll, oh build we'll build a broom room. We'll
1: build a broom room. We'll just get a whole separate room for that. But that's going to be on your side of the store, Kendall, because my hunks are are all over my side of the store. I got the Madonna memorabilia. I'm opening up a whole new section of still-in-the-box Prince of Persia action figures that I'm getting from eBay one by one. Going to sell them for about fifty bucks a piece if I can part with any of them because they're just they're very neat and they weren't appreciated in their time. And yes, some people say it's culturally inappropriate. Maybe it was. It was a different time in two thousand eight. Everybody remember that,
0: dear. We're also setting up the accounting taxes for the store. Do you have the receipts for the home posters you bought, dear?
1: No, no, I bought those online. They don't give you receipts for that stuff.
0: Dear, of course they must give you a receipt. There must be some way to
3: report it to the government. Oh, oh, my. Oh, Sugar Lump. I think you and I need to take a quick prayer break. If these taxes have any hope of going through without some kind of horrible audit. Oh, my. I I think
0: this is going to take a very, very long time. Here, let's let's go take a prayer break. I think that's a prudent idea.
3: Oh, dear Lord. Please help their taxes.
2: Oh Oh, well, you know they'll figure it out. They always do.
1: They always do. If I that's
2: why we leave it to them. Leave it to them. We don't need to do anything. Leave it to them. Leave it to Beaver. (laughs) Leave it to Beaver. Cliff. Back to the bathroom. Back to the bathroom.
1: You'll never have one better than just pouring a big Coke in the toilet.
2: Oh, I bet I could come up with a few. No. Um, All right, Cliff. So first of all. If you like brushing your teeth, and you like swishing around the Listerine in your mouth, but you just don't have the time to do both, you're just, you're a busy person, you could take your toothpaste and your Listerine, mix it together in a a pump bottle, and you can just put that on your toothbrush and get the benefits of both all at once. It's like a shampoo and
1: conditioner all in one for your teeth. No, that's a terrible idea. You're gonna mix them both, you're gonna squeeze Your toothpaste into the Listerine bottle or the scope? No, in a new pump bottle that you get. You have, you. oh my god, I'm weeping for the oceans. All the plastic that has taken place because of Kendall's hacks over here. You need new pump bottles for the things that already came in their own damn bottles. You need another bottle and then refill this bottle and throw out the other bottles and the Dolphin's Blow holes yeah, are you, clogged. You keep
2: that bottle and you refill it with the other bottle. So then you're still, it's just, it's one bottle
1: and it stays with you. wrong oh, Kendall. And here's all you need to do. Take your toothbrush, dip it in the Listerine, and then squeeze the uh, toothpaste That's on there. Terrible use idea. clips here, perfect. look. I call that the big dipper method. Here's
2: what you could do. Yes. Now this, speaking of plastic, speaking of plastic, this is a great thing. You're going to love this. So, you know when you are Plunging your toilet after you've taken a big doo-doo oh. and it's just it's you I, We all hate it when it stops up the the commode so you got to get your plunger out But don't hate
1: you hate it, it better it get to plunge
2: in I'm so OCD I hate it when I'm plunging and all of a sudden it splash back in my face. Oh, I hate that It's
1: a doo-doo particles you're and the worst part is it's your own doo-doo
2: Yeah, and I don't want my own doo-doo in my face. So I get a plastic anybody's bag Anybody's but mine. Well, I know but I don't want anybody's special. I don't want mine don't. either but, Mine so, is at the bottom of the list. You take a plastic bag, you cut it open, and you can pop like uh, the toilet plunger pole, like right through the plastic in the middle, and use it as a shield. So when you're plunging, it doesn't splash on. Isn't that like, isn't that a great recycle use for that plastic bag?
1: Easier method: take the plastic bag, poke two eye holes, put it over your head. And then that's going to be better than trying to tape it down over the contraption. And no, you don't
2: have to tape it over anything. You just poke the hole through the thing, and it, it will cover the whole hole. And you don't have to get it. You won't get it on your clothes or anywhere. It saves the
1: whole. Bathroom from a man. Just do it on your face, and imagine if you walked in on somebody who was plunging, and then they had a plastic bag <laughs> with eye holes poked out, and they just like turn and look at you when you come, you know, come in the bathroom. Oh,
2: Cliff! They would run. They would never come back.
1: <laughs> they wouldn't come back, and that would be their own
2: fault. Now, speaking of doo doo particles.
1: Oh yeah, I know. Speaking of doo doo, real quick, you had a you had a good plunging tip. Don't forget your particles. Here, okay. Okay. But the, if you're, you know, better get to plunging. Let's say your better plunger. Get to plunging. You, you accidentally, you know, pulled a Kindle, you spilled Coke uh, on your plunger, it's dissolved. It's not there anymore. <laughs> and so you're thinking, how do I get this huge toilet clog unclogged? And, Kendall, I hate to admit it, I'm going to admit it, 700 episodes in. I, Cliff. I'm a lifelong toilet clogger. I cannot go a week without clogging it, without having to plunge, without having to get a coat hanger and stick it in because there's a basketball size wad of toilet paper and shit stuck deep. It went right in the hole. So, and I hate it about, hate it, hate it for me, but it's true, sorry, but it's true. I know it's shocking, I know these are the revelations that you tune in for. I'd
2: less say shocking and more just illustrated.
1: Illustrated. But no, Kendall, what you could do, you can, let's say your plunger's been dissolved by Coca-Cola, you go and you heat up some hot water on the stove, get it to nearly boiling, then let it cool for like just a minute, and then you go and you dump that hot, steaming water right onto that clog, right? And it's just going to, the the heat, let the heat do the work. If you oh. want your bowl extra clean after it, pour some Coca-Cola there on top. I was going to say, if the Coca-Cola didn't dissolve the clog,
2: you think some hot water's <laughs> going to do the trick?
1: Hot Coca-Cola will dissolve anything.
2: <laughs> just boil yourself some hot Coca-Cola. Oh, that sounds horrible, hot Coke. Um, (laughs) like a hot tea of Coca-Cola. That sounds fine. I think I'll take it. I prefer plunge method. I would if I didn't. If my plunger dissolved, I would just let it sit there and go immediately buy a new plunger. I couldn't. There's no other way I could handle that.
1: Better get to plunge. Oh, I'm talking about an extreme situation. Yes, yes, yes. particles. Oh, so you know, call it poop or shit. Yes. I have
2: learned over the. I've like. I think it was like on a Mythbusters episode or something. When you flush the toilet, it sends a vortex of poo particles up, straight up into the atmosphere, and it just goes out into your bathroom and settles on everything. If you don't shut the lid when you flush. So I always make sure I shut the lid before I flush. And always, if you have a toothbrush, make sure you don't leave it out or put something over it to cover it, or you're going to have poo particles all over your toothbrush. Okay, you know, I think, I mean... It's true. Mythbusters (laughs)
1: showed that it was the proof. I believe you. Kendall, but I'm still, I mean, I mean, that brings up a good point. Do we need to buy a toilet seat for this toilet that we're putting in for the public restroom? Do you think they expect a seat? Well, nobody's brushing their teeth in there. So who cares?
2: They don't need to. They don't need to cover the lid, and it doesn't flush anyway. It's just a. It it goes down to a hole. It's like a. It's really an indoor outhouse.
1: Well, and we can, you know, highly suggest that people bring their own plastic bags with eye holes to.
2: Oh, it's bring your own toilet paper too, because we're not. I mean, you can't really supply that for the public. That's that's a lot of toilet paper. I can barely keep myself
1: in toilet paper.
2: Kendall? Exactly. That is expensive. To, you know how pe- how scared people get, and they and the run on toilet paper. I'm not. I don't want to buy that much. People,
1: people need to be like your mother, and they just have taken the toilet paper from McDonald's, and they come and bring it. Speaking of, they would take it from ours. That So we can't. There you go. Outsmarted the outsmarts. Here you go. You yep. think you can outsmart us, Kendall? I have one more question to ask you. It's it's a painfully private question about your painful privates, and it's Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me?
2: Oh, Cliff, you know what I am talking about. Talking about, no. it, you know, before the show started, it was so hot in here. We decided to try a Mr. Wizard experiment and yeah. put some ice in a bucket that to was see if my- it cooled. Idea, my highly
1: highly scientific but we, idea.
2: But we implemented it, so um, I brought this bucket in with ice, and I gotta say, it's cooling the studio down. You Told feel you. the temperature shift?
1: Told ya, it's working. I, I have it's studied working. for years, and one night at my science lab, I came up. You're shaking that. it up. It's not, yeah, was, it's not
2: even melted. It's just, it's keeping everything. I'm feeling very comfortable now. All right,
1: Cliff. You're welcome. you talking to me. Me, me. It's all good in the hood, Kendall. You have taken the land, which is rightfully ours. Years from now, my people will be forced to live in mobile homes and reservations. Your people will wear cardigans and drink highballs. We will sell our bracelets by the roadsides. You play golf and enjoy hot hors d'oeuvres. My people will have pain and degradation. Your people will have stick shifts. The gods of my tribe have spoken. They have said, do not trust the pilgrims, especially Sarah Miller.
2: Cliff, I think that was one of the most famous songs from
1: Pocahontas. That was that was right before just around the riverbend. No, yeah. Kendall. Wrong. Oh. That was from Adam's Family Values. That was Wednesday oh. Adams.
2: Uh, that was my second guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, if this is out there, think how much more is out there. This is the kind of music that tells me to go out there and be somebody.
1: That was uh, that was just before Morgan Freeman escaped through the hole behind the Rita Hayworth poster in the Shawshank Redemption.
2: You know, I mean, I think that they did think about that line, but unfortunately they had already used it in The Jerk, so they couldn't. They cut
1: oh. it. What a jerk. What a jerk, Cliff. What a jerk. (laughs) Kendall, I went to a rejuvenation clinic and got a whole natural overhaul. They took out some wrinkles, did hair repair, changed the the blood, blood, added a a good 30 to 40 40 years years of my life. They also also replaced my my spleen.
2: What do you think? Oh, Cliff, that was Back to the Future 2. I know every word of the movie. (laughs) You look great, Doc. You look great. You look great. You know why they did that? Why? Cause they had to put him in old age makeup in the first one for the present day look. And they uh-huh. took all the makeup off for nineteen fifty five because he was mainly in nineteen fifty-five, and he didn't want to wear makeup through the whole movie. So it was like, we gotta come up with a fix. Oh uh, well that's smart. Yes, all right, here's mine, Cliff. Hello, handsome. Is that a ten gallon hat or are you just enjoying the show?
1: Oh, I didn't know you were there when that guy said that to me <laughs> oh. last night. Kenda, Who else whoa, said this it, is, though? Oh, uh, that, uh, that was Bugs Bunny to Yosemite Sane. No,
2: clear up. that no. was a deleted scene that was too racy for television. For the Looney Uh-oh. Tunes, this was Lily Von Stroop from
1: Blazing Saddle. Oh. <laughs> love it. Madeline Kahn. I- 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 Kendall, what do you think you are, for Christ's sake? Crazy or something? Well, you're not. You're not. You're no crazier than the average asshole out walking around on the streets, and that's it.
2: If I didn't know you were in the room when that guy was yelling that at me last night.
1: (laughs) Okay, you know, if this movie were about us, it would be called One Flew Over the Fatso's Nest, but it was One One Flew flew Over over the
2: Cuckoo's Nest. nest. Here's Johnny, that that famous line from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest.
1: That was earlier in the movie. That was right before.
2: But here we go. You don't want to get mixed up with a guy like me. I'm a loner.
1: Rebel, oh, Kendall, that's too easy. That was Rick to Ilsa at the end of Casablanca. Oh, no, Cliff. I really thought you no, were gonna or get peewhoo's big yes, adventure. Pee-wee. Well, there you go, second guess. All right, Kendall, you haven't picked up on it, possibly. These are all quotes from Christopher Lloyd movies on my side, and I have one more. Consider that a hint. This one is... Hint, hint. You can't go through life thinking everyone you meet will one day let you down. Because if you do, a very bad thing will happen. You'll end up like me.
2: End up like me. Um... End up
1: like me. That's a good name for our store. End up like me. Ooh, that is a good name for the store. Maybe we'll try that one out on the test, test board. On the test board. See if we've got enough letters to spell that out. Um...
2: My my Grandpa (laughs) Mummy from the Disney Channel original
1: (laughs) that Christopher Lloyd starred in. Incorrect. Kendall, it was not our movie, Fatso's in the Outfield. It was Angels in the Outfield. Oh, Angels in the Outfield. I haven't
2: seen that since I was a kid. I need to watch
1: that again. I don't think I ever saw it because I saw people holding baseball bats on the poster and I said, no, thank you.
2: Oh yeah, but they, you know, I know it was about baseball, but it was also about heart, fun, love. Yeah, it had heart. It had heart, and um, it it also reminds me. Did you ever see Camp Nowhere? No way. No, who that was? That was that him, Christopher Lloyd. Okay. Yeah, he was the counselor. He was like a like a bum, like out of work actor or something. And they were like, we want to start this camp where we can go, so we don't have to go to these other stupid camps and just do whatever we want. And so they talked this grown man into starting this camp, letting all these kids come stay. I'm sure, like, would not go
1: over well today. Would go over well today. But, you know, if you want some reading while you're in the toilet, this is another bathroom hack. Uh, Pull up Christopher Lloyd's filmography. On your phone, and it will take, Kendall, 40 shits to go through it all. Because even in the years when you maybe thought, why is it Christopher oh, Lloyd works. in everything? He was still, he was in everything you didn't see those years. Mm-hmm. He, he is, it is long, long, long. All right, Kendall, do you, are you still talking to me? No, I'm not talking to you. Oh, anymore. my God, 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 God. I'm done. i got to take a break, Cliff.
2: Speaking of toilets this much has made me really need to go visit one. i got to visit the toilet toilets i visited that's my next book
1: toilets i visited the Could sequel long the long awaited sequel oh that one can open up instead of closet doors a toilet seat it can open oh, up a toilet God, seat why didn't i think of that in my youth writes itself kendall it writes itself doesn't wipe itself
2: alright go- we'll take a short break and we'll be right back alright
4: hey you don't worry cliff and kendall will be right back meanwhile imagine if you please four airplane engines their propellers whirling at 2,000 revolutions per minute Now, imagine the pull on those engines, the vibration it means. Such vibration would be staggering to the flying instruments of the plane and to the nerves of the crew. Yes, it would be, but for one seemingly simple device, rubber engine mounts, which cushion the engine and isolate that vibration. Now, engine mounts made of rubber cemented to steel. Some time ago, a cement was developed to do that job. It was a cement made of natural rubber. But recently, with natural rubber so scarce, a cement made of synthetic rubber had to be developed. So Goodyear, with 20 years' experience in synthetic rubber, took the job on itself. It wasn't easy. Many had failed before. It took months of experiment. It meant going the long way around, making synthetic rubber, turning it into powder, then turning the powder into a liquid of amazing adhesive power. But as has happened so often before, Goodyear leadership in rubber research led to success. Goodyear developed the new rubber-to-metal cement made of synthetic rubber, and so strong it keeps metal and rubber fast together... Even under the terrific strain of a powerful airplane engine or a rolling tank. What a great break!
3: But I'm glad we're back, back for more, just like Cliff and Kendall. Bathroom,
2: bathroom, bathroom. Bathroom. (laughs) Visit
1: the toilet. (laughs) Visit the toilet.
0: Tell Mama. Tell Tell mama. Mama.
1: Bathroom, bathroom, visit the toilet, visit
2: the toilet, bathroom, bathroom, visit the
5: toilet,
0: visit the
1: toilet, okay, okay, I
2: said
1: it, I said it, I said it, I said it, sure, sure, bathroom, bathroom, toilet, visit the toilet, bathroom, bathroom, the toilet. Visit the, 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 the toilet. Welcome back. Welcome, Welcome back. back.
2: Welcome back, back. To the bathroom. To the bathroom. <laughs> That's right.
1: What a wonderful time. What a wonderful place to stay oh, in the bathroom. What a wonderful place. You know, I was thinking, why don't we sell McGriddles <clears throat> in the store? Ooh, uh, is that legal? Well, if we bought them that morning, just put them in a basket, you know. What are you eating over there? Oh, I brought a... Um, Cinnamon roll Oh that looks good I just You know I went down To the erotic bakery I can't say What it's in the shape of On the air With oh, Mrs. Potting yeah. Butter Butter And Mr. Bottom Right I see you know, it now I studio. see it now Yeah Yeah I'm eating the, That part right now the, That part
2: Oh I can't even so, look anyway, at that Without
1: blushing Don't I know you're gonna Kendall's getting aroused Everybody Sorry by the cinnamon Thing I'm eating Now but anyway Kendall This part of the show No longer about <gasps> Tips and hacks No longer In the bathroom <gasps> Nope. <gasps> now, we're singing. Sing a song of the toilet. Kendo, sing we're singing. Out loud, sing
2: out loud. We out sing loud,
1: of sing out poop. Out we are counting down the best bathroom songs. That's right.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: That's
2: Nothing right. but That's the best. Right. But they're simply the, but best. the best. Nothing but the best.
1: Better than all the other bathroom rest. Oh, there were so many to choose from, and I don't, I don't know how we got it narrowed down. But Can't we were wait to see have who's to do number
2: s- two. Cliff, all right. Oh. Oh, call it. That's flipping the space coin.
1: Oh, heads for the head. That's what they call the bathroom. Tails. You're always wrong. <laughs> oh.
2: it's, you've been on the wrong streak. Tails, where you take a big shit from your tail. Ooh, taking a big shit from the tail. Here we go, Cliff. Number. <laughs> Keeping it classy. Number six on the countdown of to the top six bathroom songs, because that's what we do in our half segments. Oh, yeah, that's what we do, baby. That's what we do. Get used to it or get out. Cliff, this song. Time we do. Time we do. This song is one of those songs that I like, I think, because it's it makes you feel like you could have been a rebel in high school, even though you were a geek. Time we do. Which was my story. But, you Uh-oh. know. You still listen back to you like, oh, it makes me feel like I'm a cool high schooler. So cool. Let me tell you about it.
1: Clear. Oh, Kendall, I just I feel like you should have given a Surgeon General's warning before you play that entry into the Cliff. I thought we had
2: a long standing Surgeon General warning at the beginning of each show because you have to have
1: one before you hear anything we have to say. Well, you know, people should consult a physician before subscribing to the podcast.
2: And sign the waiver on our website to make sure that it's safe.
1: But I love it, Kendall. I feel so rebellious! I wish I had a big pack of cigarettes I could go and smoke right now in our bathroom. But Charles the contractor—it was a
2: simpler day. It was just cool to smoke in the boys' different room.
1: time, different time. But you know, Charles the contractor—he did come back, and that toilet did not look like I thought it did on the Craigslist ad.
2: Oh, Cliff, it was like a half-size, like preschool toilet. I think you know it is hard to tell when you're buying things online. How big they are. They, if they don't put a ruler or somebody standing next to it, you can't tell. I thought he
1: had a toilet for like a my buddy doll or something. I thought, well, maybe my old Pee Wee can sit on that little toilet, but it's actually the one for the public restroom.
2: Well, you know, it, right. it's a step up from a hole in the ground, so it, it'll work. It's a step
1: up from sitting down. So. In the boys. It is. Kendall, it is, it is, it is, it is.
2: They'll be fine. Back to the countdown,
3: Cliff. Oh, boy!
1: Oh,
3: I'm afraid I found some numerical discrepancies so amongst your receipts, Kendall so many Boy. Oh, Oh, I've been on the phone with Susan for the past half hour, trying to sort things out, talking very detailed about your private personal finances, oh, and I'm getting a very clear picture into just why your store went under, Boy. <laughs> Whoop. I mean, none
2: of this is a surprise to me. I don't know why you're all acting like it's a big surprise.
1: Candle, your taxes, you know, that's how they got... What's his face? It was on tax evasion. The What's that guy who sat on the flagpole? Al Capone. you You could be the next Capone who goes down because you don't know how to file your taxes. Oh, that would be cool.
0: dear, now we must get it all fixed. We're going to have to work overtime but we're going to make sure it's all right,
3: dear. Oh, yes. You know, I think I'm going to walk down to H&R Block and have them look over it very briefly just to get another set of eyes to make sure I'm not seeing things. Yes, dear, we just want to make
0: sure all the T's are crossed and the I's are dotted, uh, so to speak.
3: And that hasn't and begun to begin. Oh no!
1: Well, you oh, see, let's, let's go, go to, find out how to get to H and R Block. Go. Well, it's right down the strip mall. Go down right down the strip mall. Turn right, and Linda is. She's actually in our band, the Peeing Wieners, and she can help you. She'll look at it. But and I guess is there some sort of like H and R Block tax filer confidentiality? I, I, I like, you know, in case Kendall has offshore, do you have offshore accounts, Kendall? No, I don't have any offshore accounts. I don't have any onshore accounts. I barely accounts. have onshore accounts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, dear, no, if She's. it's a patient confidentiality, just like at the doctor's office, dear. Oh,
3: yes, and I know everyone at H&R Block is very professional and trustworthy, <laughs> especially now during tax season, oh, yes, dear. Let's, Let's
1: get the taxes, true. Get the
0: information together. Let's go down and check it once, dear. Oh,
1: goodness. All right, and don't for you know if you need Kindle's social security number, I wrote it on a post-it and stuck it to the cash register.
0: Oh yes, dear, I have it on me, dear. I always keep it with
3: me as well.
1: Yes, I have it written and in my wallet. I
2: think everybody has it because they have to have it to put in my debit number too, so they can.
1: You know, pay for everything. You know, it's, it comes in handy. Kendall is, it saves us a text. Saves a texting fee from asking you. Anyway, uh, number five. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <blah>. <laughs> Number five is alive, Cliff. Hit us. Alive. Number five is alive. And oh my God, Kendall, we actually did a live show at this same place where this person did a live show and sang about the bathroom. I'm talking, of course, about Folsom Prison. And Johnny Cash, he did a little (laughs) doody-ditty in his live set there for those fellas, and it was called Flushed from the Bathroom of Your Heart. And it was just very poetic And it just, you know, it brought the prisoners to their knees, well, to their feet, if they were allowed to stand, I'm sure. And it was hilarious and cutting edge and ahead of its time, like, like us.
5: There it is. I've been washed down the sink of your conscience. In the theater of your love, I lost my part. And now you say you've got me out of your conscience. I've been flushed from the bathroom of your heart.
2: I know, Cliff, because I had it on my list and you stole it right out from under me.
5: Oh Of your conscience. In the theater of your love I lost my part And now you say you've got me out of your conscience I've been flushed from the bathroom of your heart I I, I, I remember that
1: sound. It's a good one, Cliff. It's a good one. Number, you might have thought it was number two, but it was number five.
2: Cliff, it would have been number two on my list, but you've pushed it down the list like I did to you
1: last week. Push it down, push it down. What you don't want to do in the prison bathroom is push things down. <laughs> Whoa. No. Or d- drop the soap unless you, have of course, are bending over to pick up the little slivers of soap because you just bought a barrel of glycerin from online and you would have put a pump on it and you're like, excuse me, fellas, I got to bend over to get these soap flakes that have fallen to the floor. Don't go it's not a backdoor invitation, you know. That's the famous is for prison, right? That's right. Got it. Got it. Kendall, got it. and I don't care how much more you want to talk about prison showers. We have got to move on to another segment. And that means we've got to get Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn and Mr. Snodbottom back in this booth. Oh, i they're, they're not still gonna like over that. there trying to Figure out the receipts, oh, God. They're just about to hey leave Rach in our block. No, oh, dear, we're not going to leave Rach in our block, dear. We've got to
0: go talk to Jimmy. We've already oh.
3: called him on the phone. They're sending in a special team to look at your finances, candle boy. Well, and, and well, you we can certainly do it, but now, you just no, got to no. come do this first.
2: We just got it real quick, we've got to just hit a couple it's things real quick. It's a quick
1: segment. Quick. Oh, dear, if we must. It's called... Hot subjects. Oh goodness, terrible Right now, we've got some hot no, subjects no. to attend to, oh, though. Oh, oh,
3: too terrible. I can't, I can't. Oh my bow. Oh, well, you'll oh. you'll love some of
2: this. We gotta get we gotta get to it. Come on in. We, let's just sit down. Take take a breath. Sit down.
1: This'll be take good for you. You'll
2: feel better after we do this, and then you'll go into that meeting a lot
1: calmer. I don't know. And you uh, All right. Kendra, I've got a hot subject. <laughs> this one is so hot. I can't I'm sorry. It's just so hot. But how do you not do it? Officials in Italy said they have enlisted the service of a robot dog to patrol the ancient ruins of the city of Pompeii. Remember that city of Pompeii oh, yes where everybody you. was the the lava Volcano, right? It swept, swept them, swept them out. Sounds swept right. Them out. And now a dog-like robot developed, uh, of course, by a U.S. firm called Boston Dynamics or Boston Dynamics. That's my Boston accent. <laughs> Is I don't know if that's wondering. real Boston. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's this. if you're there in Pompeii, you might see this robot dog who's monitoring the site, uh, looking for dangerous structural issues, assessing the progress of restoration work, and identifying and inspecting tunnels created by those damned relic thieves. So, if you are there in Pompeii and you think, I'm just going to go steal me, A relic, a plate that was covered over in lava thousands of years ago. Nobody will miss it. Wrong. This dog is going to take a bite out of crime and out of you, Kendall. Oh, dear, you
0: should never steal anything from a historic site like that, dear. It's very
1: inappropriate and terrible
0: etiquette.
3: Stealing. Stealing is wrong in all contexts. Sugar lump. Very wrong. Oh,
2: absolutely. Cliff, hide that thing we took from the famous side of it. (laughs) <laughs> um, all right, Cliff, uh, I got some hot subject for you. Oh, my God. So hot. Sorry, I'm looking for it. Here we go. It's it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> Get ready. It's gonna coming. Be, coming. It's going to be hot. It's
3: going to be hot. <laughs> Please hurry this along, boy. Oh, so
2: <laughs> we've just recently had April Fool's, you know, the April 1st. And, you know, historians have linked April Fool's Day to the ancient Roman festival of Hilaria, where at the end of March, people would come together to commemorate the resurrection of the god Attis. And in this celebration, uh, people would, uh, you know, wear fun costumes and mock bishops or popes that were elected for church customs, and they were parodied. And that inspired the day of April Fool's. And then um, some pranks included, like, paper fish placed on a person's back when they were called... The Poison d'Avril, which was called April Fish, it's because that used to be the first of the year, and they changed it to to January 1st, and people still wanted to, to celebrate it on April 1st, and they were like, oh, no, you're idiots. It's April Fools. It's April
1: Prank. Isn't that weird what people used to do for a good time? Oh, Everybody, what a good time I'll they put had paper fish. Oh, dear! Don't on you remember back? when we used to
0: put paper signs on people's backs? I mean, we did never oh, we never did that, dear. But the, no, the fun that people never. would have when they did that!
3: <laughs> I never. I would tell them not to do it because it was linked to the mockery of the Pope himself, and I could never stand for such a thing. though so I. Personally, I'm not a Catholic,
1: do you? <laughs> oh,
0: absolutely not. Oh dear, that's all very similar anyway.
1: Well, now this is another hot subject of a different, it's different kind of hotness. A Japanese company, they have created a robot that's partially composed of five modified penguin dolls. And it has recently broken a Guinness World Record by skipping rope 170 times in a minute. Now, Kendall once attempted to set a record by skipping rope 170 times in a month, but that didn't quite make, even for his weight class, that didn't make the list. But this robot, Penguin, has just done it and it's just setting new robot records every day. And it just points to a time in the future when all of our news stories will be robot-centered.
2: Well, you know, it's it's bound to happen one day, Cliff. And I for
1: one welcome our new robot overlords.
2: <laughs> Cliff, a Massachusetts man says he has the answer for those singing the blues about all the uh, oh, the gas prices.
1: I got the blues so
2: bad. About the gas prices. He says that instead of like driving your car, he has been taking his electric unicycle to work. He has just saved it on his commute time and gas. He says it's convenient and it's more fun. It's just it, you don't have to deal with the seat or handlebars. It's just you put your you put your feet on the thing and you have a wheel and you could go 70 to 80 miles on a charge and it'll reach a speed up to 40 miles per hour. Although you rarely want to go that fast on an electric unicycle. But yeah, you can just take it all around town. And you save the environment.
1: No, that's got to be bad for a lot of other things. No, it's good. It's good. Mm, no, bad. Debunk. Well, That's bad. You won't even. Bad. You won't even... Cliff, do you, why, why do you hate the environment? I love the environment. What I hate is unicycles. Oh, I'd of, rather take a bicycle deal for two. <laughs> oh, I'd rather stay home. <laughs> well, I've got <laughs> a new hot subject. Now, this one is going to warm our hearts, okay? In a, this world of robots and... Warm them, Cliff. Unicycles and Roman... Papal mockery. Officials at a university college in London said a library book recently mailed back to the school was nearly 50 years overdue. Whoa. oh If you've dear. been trying to find <laughs> the edition of the Latin language play Quirrellis, well, it was not there because they just mailed it back. With uh, Can you believe the spineless people with an anonymous letter that came with it and it said, Dear Librarian, I fear they was I guess it was British, so it said Dear Librarian I fear this book is some 50 years overdue Please don't just throw it out now that I've taken the time and trouble to return it. It must be an antique bar. Now you can tell this person's an idiot just by how they wrote, and <laughs> they just the audacity of this person. But you know the officials—they are more benevolent than I. They are waiving the $1,600 in late fees that could be—you know—they could just slap, they could throw the book at them, the book, of late, the late fee book at them but they you know their jaw dropped when they read the anonymous letter and they said you know all's forgiven and forgotten that's the the moral of that latin play coriolus anyway and there you go this is but i thought uh, uh, the book is back where it belongs love lift this book back where it belongs oh well dear forgiveness is a good trait dear but it it does oh, yes. lead others to do
0: you know, to not return their books on time. I wish there was some sort of like very reduced price they could charge them just to make sure it made a point, dear.
3: (laughs) Oh, Oh, yes, there must be another way. There must be another way, there must be. Sugar Lump, we've got to get to H&R Block before they close. Oh, it's all, oh, oh that's my. That's right, dear. We,
0: we're going to need a lot of time. dear. We must be going. <laughs> we, I'm sorry, dear, but that's all the time we have for, for the
3: subjects. Yes, <laughs> bring your adding machine, Sugar Lump. <laughs> we're going to need. Oh, dear,
0: I always have you. one in my purse oh. for backup emergencies.
1: Oh, uh, well, I wish them the best. I hope that they can get our taxes. I wonder f- how big of a rebate I'll get. Oh, you know, they're having fun.
2: This is this is their time to shine. They're like they're like detectives, like going through all their seats, figuring it out. And when it's all said and done, I'm sure everything will be just fine.
1: It's a little project. I mean they're going to the professionals that now. Listen, everything's gonna be fine if our listeners are terrified about our taxes, if they are worried, if they are if you're writing in your diaries right now, dear diary. I'm so worried about their taxes. Don't worry. But something tells me they're not worried. I think they might be, Kendall. Something tells me they're very worried. Uh, But I think they would prefer, all things considered, not that show on NPR, they would prefer if we move on with the countdown. And yes, we are still counting down. let's move on. We're still in the bathroom, and we're not to number two yet, The Immortal. Big time number two. Where it's a number? Nope. Four. 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 Now,
2: four. Uh, you know this song. It, it was a a hard decision, Cliff. It, it was a wonder that the makers of the Wonder Years, they they were. It was a hard pressed decision on what song they were gonna go with for the for the theme song, and they went with, of course, Joe Cocker's immortal song.
1: Uh, that one. Which also just so left my a head heart what? But you know, you know you which one it is But if I sang out of tune Out of tune Would just stand up and walk out on me We get by with yeah, a little help from I'm my friends that's, here, that's it If you, you fast forward, yeah
2: That's the one But this was the, the backup song, Cliff Another Joe Cocker favorite
5: Coming through the back Silver spoon. But now she sucks up thumb and warmed up. Now the fans over over the moon. She said she'd always live. She came in
1: through the bathroom window. Oh well that is I don't think that was the backup choice. I think that uh it was probably Well, not, they
2: didn't I, go with it, Cliff. They didn't go with it. They uh, chose the other one, but that was that was the backup.
1: Well, I doubt it. Myself. But it's a good one. I like the version. I have a version by Megan Mullally that I love. Oh, do you? And uh, it's great. She can throw the bathroom with her. But Jane Who, who wrote that song originally, Kendall? The Beatles. The Beatles. Twas the Beatles? The Beatles. Twas it? Twas can't deny. There's something the you Shakespeare not deny. of their time. Well, I don't know about that, but they. I think, <laughs> I think we are the Shakespeares, the Mark Twains of our times, definitely. You and I, you and I, you and I, you and I, you and I could never fit through a bathroom window. But. <laughs> That's why they didn't write a song about us. It wasn't the. Yeah, they got stuck in the bathroom window. <laughs> We're never gonna get them out. Never, never gonna get them, never gonna get them, never gonna get them. <laughs> Number three, Kendall. This is a whole show. It's kind of like a medley, just a medley of stuff. When you're alone and life is making you lonely, you can always goes go. Goes, and goes, I think goes, number three. Goes, listeners goes, might, their jaws might drop that it's. Here on the countdown, but you know, they're so good. All the top ones are so good that you know, do they do they maybe all tie for one? I don't know, probably not when you get to uh, number one, but maybe. Uh, don't judge is the point. Number three, Kendall. This is the iconic song. So iconic, so so few written about this situation, but it's it should have been. It should be a constant song topic.
5: Splish, splash, I was taking a bath Long about a Saturday night Yeah! A rub just relaxing in the tub Thinking everything was all right Well, I stepped out the tub Put my feet on the floor I wrapped a towel around me And I opened the door And in a splish, splash I jumped back in the bath Well, I was out of nowhere I, know I was out of
1: nowhere There was a party going on in You're in the bath one minute Then you get up And then... How did you know there's a party right outside the bathroom? And you were just in the bathroom, splishing, splashing, and then there was a party going on, and it's just one of the great bathroom-themed party songs, Splish Splash by Bobby Darin. Cliff, you keep taking all of mine.
5: Oh, no!
2: But that's okay. That's okay. I've got plenty. I've got plenty where God, that came so from.
5: More that's what she said. That's what she said. But
2: don't we have something else we need to do before we continue this countdown? Nah, Am I
1: crazy? Yeah, you're crazy. Let's flush. We'll flush that. We'll do that later. We'll flush that down the toilet. We'll do that later. I was gonna tell you. I had this big thing. I was gonna tell you about how fulfilling it is to write all these songs, even if we do have to close the store sometimes, so we can, you know, really work them out, hash them out with my band, the Peeing Wieners, or with Charles the Contractor. You know, as in his DJ alter ego of DJ Drywall, when we're getting the club bangers and the new pop songs. Just how fulfilling that is, and how, how Hope that somebody out there, you know, that you have a whatever it is that fulfills you in the way that just this creative artistry and perfect pitch that is through no fault of my own, just give a gift. It's a gift. I hope you it's have, something like, hope you have something like it. I hope you have something like it. I hope you find gift. it. Kendall, I was going to talk about that for a while, but we can keep that for another episode. That's a whole episode into itself. Amen to that, Cliff.
5: Amen. Amen. Number Amen.
2: two, Cliff. Amen. Wanted to pick something oh, special.
1: Finally, finally, number two. Wanted
2: to pick something special, something that um, was, uh, you know, very risque for its time. Very risque. Uh,
1: oh, oh shit. And so I
2: thought, I thought number two deserves something, something, you know, something hot and spicy. Oh shit.
0: Now you got food on your tree, lemons on your shelf. You know, loving mama, that you can squeeze them all by yourself. I said, please, let me squeeze your
5: lemons while I'm in your lungs. No, so...
0: Oh, Cliff,
2: let me squeeze your lemons.
1: In the bathroom.
2: They're squeezing them in the bathroom, yes. (laughs) What gives you that impression? What gives me that impression, Cliff, is that you took all the bathroom songs I had on my list. And so that
1: one is where that's happening. No, Kendall, debunk. I'm going to... No, sorry. I'm going to debunk. I'm going to veto that. Don't uh, don't get that look off your face. I'm going to veto. I've got something that's much more of a bathroom song than that. Kendall, my God. This one is just a total bathroom song, whereas that one, it has nothing to do with the bathroom. Kendall, it lemons. It's a kitchen song. It's a grocery <laughs> store song. Kitchen it, song. But, you know, okay, here you go. I'm just gonna pull this one bathroom style out of my ass. Uh, here's one that's much more bathroomy. Um, it's tearing up my heart when I'm with you. When we are apart, Tearing up my heart in the bathroom by NSYNC comes in at number two. <laughs> tearing up my heart. <laughs> in the bathroom. Oh, in the bathroom. Oh, you hear those bathroom notes? In the beat, yeah. You can tell they're in the bathroom by that, the echo. Baby, you... I don't understand about the bathroom. How are you trying to tell And the number two? All right, Kendall, number two, Tearing Up My Heart by NSYNC, a bathroom-related song. <laughs> Kendall, number one is... A song we've all come to know and love in the very recent moments of our show. It is a brand new song that is immediately shot to the top of the bathroom countdown charts. And it is debuting at number one. It is Golden Shower by the Peeing Wieners, featuring Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn on Glockenspiel. And very briefly, Kendall, on the, uh, what was it you played again? The saxophone. This Which note. is what took it to number one. That's why I couldn't use it for number two. Well, you're, you're teaching us a lot about number two these days. You know, I think we all deserve special treatment. Call me crazy. And if we're all going to get special treatment, Why not start with me? I should be in a golden shower. I should take a diamond bath. I should have a solid gold toothbrush. I should have a platinum hat. Uh, Kendall, it's the new one. From the Peeing Wieners, the hottest new rock band in Busheltown, we're rocking our way up the charts and into hearts. And Kendall is a small, very, you know, very, very. Uh, he's like one of the what's what's the smallest part of a heart, like the ventricle. That's that's it. You know, just Cliff. Uh, I
2: got look. I got a story for you. I got a story time. So
1: Kendall story I, time. I want
2: you to. I want you to take take a, a really expensive watch apart. And take, take the smallest, tiniest gear out of it. And once you pull that gear out, is the watch work? 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 Probably. It probably would work pretty much. No, it won't work. You should try it. The. The smallest gear is also important. So
1: important. Kendall, there are no small gears, only small actors. I am in need of another cinnamon roll in the shape of that body part we we swore not to mention on the air. And I really, I just want one more, and then we should, I guess we should go to H&R Block. They probably need you to sign a bunch of legal documents. Yeah, I'll give them all my money. Uh. Why resist? Why resist? We'll make it all back here in the store. Oh, what a great attitude, Kendall. Well, this has been a great a, a great show full of great attitudes. And uh, number one and number two, I'm signing off. I'm Cliff. Now I got to go to the bathroom. Oh, I'm Kendall. God. We'll see her you here next week. Don't talk about stuff like that on the air. No, I'm not reading, no. I, I just got you serious. Why am I not, why am I not treated, 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 treated
3: this way?
1: Shower. I should have multiple homes. I should have a maiden a butler following me to Paris and Rome. Oh, I should have a brand new jacuzzi filled up with crystal champagne. I should have a hot gold digging ball. Did you miss Kendall's saxophone f- f- solo? <laughs> Saxofolo, that's what I like to call it for short when I don't have time to say the whole thing. Here it is again. You know.
2: Yep, that's the one.